everybody. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 50, and my name is Henry. Chloe. And today, uh, Brayden is coming, which is, you know, a routine thing with us. He should be here very soon, but joining us once again is uh, our good buddy Cooper. I'm here. <laughs> so thanks again, man, for coming on. Yes. Uh, switching your schedule around. And... I never get that. <laughs> <laughs> we are regular. Yeah. And so thank you for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about quite a bit of things. A few things. Who bit Beyonce? Right. That's the big thing. <laughs> <laughs> what movies? Oh, so we're going to be talking about First Reformed and Hereditary. And then we have some new trailers to talk about. And a little listener mail. And all, you know, so all the usual stuff. So how's everybody today? Doing good. I'm really tired, though. Yeah. That's why I was late. I had to stop and get coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine, man. <laughs> it hasn't kicked in yet, but who knows? Uh, Maybe in the next couple minutes I'll sound a lot more wired. No, you're fine, man. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> Chloe, how are you? Fine. <laughs> good. We're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Uh, anything going on that's worth mentioning these days? Hmm... Camp's about to start, so I'll probably be gifted a lot more vegetables. Oh, good. Eggplants, right? Goes. Yeah. I'm gifted a lot of vegetables from children, randomly. Oh. Not like they're trying to end their lunch. Like, they're, they're yeah, like, yeah. My <laughs> like, here, finish my carrots. <laughs> yeah. no, they're like, my mom asked me to bring you this. I get oh. a lot of eggplants. Oh, that's nice. A lot of grapefruits. Yeah. My two least favorite foods. Literally, my yeah. two least favorite foods. But that's I appreciate something. it nonetheless. Um, my new housemates... Put a whole bunch of old vegetable scraps on top of my fridge, and they've been up there for three days. I, I think they're gonna do a compost what? thing. I don't know. It's kind of there's flies all over my house. Like when I woke up today, there was flies everywhere. Most people do compost outside. Yeah, I compost is outside. Yeah, I think so too. I think they like started to do it and then just forgot about it, and it's just been on. Are my, they in a container? Uh, they're in a plastic bag that I'm pretty sure is open. Ooh, that's bad news, man. Yeah. Gotta my go. house is slowly descending. Gotta into go. It knows uh, it's sad about gross. your departure. Yeah. Pretty it's much like Monster House. Pretty much like, what's today? The 13th? 12th. 12th. 13th, maybe. Oh, I'm leaving this time next month. Oh, man. Bye-bye. So soon. I know. Gone, gone, gone But I'll soon. be in the, the land of dreams, as they call <laughs> it. The, the Golden State? Is that what they call it? <laughs> no, that's not, no. That's, that's not the Golden State. Or is that Florida? I don't know. It's fine. It's yeah, whatever. <laughs> Listeners, let us know if, if you're oh, in the Golden yeah. State. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, again, Brain should be here shortly. He'll probably come in the middle of... <laughs> oh, he's, he's right there. Oh, speak of the devil. Yeah. All right, so uh, Brayden has joined us. Yay. Brayden, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm alive. Hanging in there? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that... I don't think Cooper's poster. alive. <laughs> Cooper's losing it. I had a long night last night. All my girlfriend's out of town, so all the guys came over. Uh oh! I got my friend to buy a switch. We played Fortnite. <laughs> guys, night in, you know? Yeah. I don't know so, what a switch is. What, what has happened in this society that guys all we had we got together? We had guys there and played video games all night long. What happened to, to drinking beers and getting well, strippers we, and stuff? Okay, well, we didn't do that second part. But years, <laughs> this we replaced the strippers with video games, which you know that's the new thing. Yeah, sorry, I don't know. Something strikes me as fundamentally wrong with that. <laughs> we played 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking? You have voice nights in with your your rape group all the time. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> But, alright, well, with everybody here now, we can go ahead and do our review of Hereditary, and we should have a clip for this one, so take a listen. You okay, Mom? What? Is there something on your mind? Is there something on your mind? It just seems like there might be something you want to say. Yeah. Like what? I mean, why would I want to... Say something so I can watch you sneer at me. Sneer at you? I don't ever sneer at you. Oh, sweetie, you don't have to. You get your point across. Okay, so fine. Then say what you want to say then. Peter. I don't want to say anything. I've tried saying Okay, so try again. Release yourself. Oh, release you, you mean? Yeah, fine. Release me. Just say it. Just fucking say it. Don't you swear at me, you little shit. Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. Do you understand? Henry literally opens his seltzer right in front of the microphone every time. <laughs> no, see, I have the cap off now. I like that you have, you have two. You have one in the chamber. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a seltzer. Last time you had three, so. <laughs> we'll just get an IV for you. Just let it drip into your veins. You can see that. I'm thirsty, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Hereditary is directed by Ari Aster. Anyone know? Is that no. the right pronoun? Don't look at me. Oh, I'm not sure. I think that's right. <laughs> yeah, and stars... Tony Collette, Alex Wolf, Gabriel Byrne, Millie Shapiro, I guess that's about it. And the plot synopsis is, when the matriarch of the Grand family passes away, her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. So, Cooper and I are the only ones that managed to see this, uh, so it'll just be both of us. Well, Cooper, what'd you think, man? I thought it was great. I thought that uh, just in terms of it being a horror movie, it was excellent. Um, it was legitimately terrifying through and through. Like, not even that it, like, it, it, well, it really did do a good job of, like, establishing, like, atmosphere and stuff like that. But, like, there are parts where, like, you don't want to open your eyes. Like, yeah. I saw it with one of our coworkers, Phil, and there was a part where it was, like, silent in the theater and some really disturbing stuff was happening on screen. And he just goes, fuck <laughs> he was, we were so scared. There, there was a girl, uh, I was with, there's just two pairs of girls in the theater. Yeah. That was it. And near the end, we had a girl literally shriek out loud, which doesn't happen that much when I'm, yeah. I see horror movies. Which, but. which is crazy. I'm sure it wasn't even, there's only like one jump scare in the movie, really, but I'm sure it wasn't even during that scene. It was just probably. It was, it was the chase near the end. Yeah. When the chase starts, that's the headbutt. That, oh yeah. my god. So, um, yeah. It's, it's horrific. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really, 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 really horrific. But it's pretty um, strange, yeah. Aside from it just being a great horror movie, I, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. Like, just stripping the, like, or putting the horror aside, like, just the family stuff, Tony Collette's performance. I thought, she's, like, yeah, she's awesome. Like, I, I definitely think she yeah. might get some Oscar yeah. attention. Um, For this? Yeah, she's, it's, she's really she's, good. Her character is pretty... I don't know if she's ever gotten... She might have won an Emmy. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say she deserves it. I thought the casting was really great, just in terms of like all of the actors and actresses like looked scary, even though they were just normal people. <laughs> like the little girl looks scary. Like Tony Collette's like just has that like look to her that yeah. is like, intimidating, you know? Makeup. Um, no, she looks intimidating like all the time. Also, the little girl, I don't, 
She's Matilda on Broadway. She looks scary. She does look scary. Yeah, but yeah, bless her heart. But she's but you look kind of like a wolf brother (laughs) in a nice way. (laughs) Yeah. But, she's she's awesome though. The, yeah, the kid. No, there's like another thing. This the pacing kind of reminded me of last year's three billboards, where like, and the marketing too, where it leads you to believe that things are going to happen one way, and then like halfway through the movie, something ridiculously happen like ridiculous happens, and it just has a completely different trajectory. Yeah, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I said about the movie last week with three billboards. Really. It's yeah. Back. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but like, there's, there, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's certain scenes that characters are reacting to something, and just their reactions are so good. Yeah, it feels very natural. Like you, yeah. you won't see any of like, like whenever there's something like horrific on screen, it's not like they're gonna switch back to the person that's observing it, and they're just sitting there like slack jawed, like, like yeah, they, like they really convey that the people in this, like in this movie are horrified and yeah. like they're they're like oh my god just the what the pacing is great i thought like it's a long movie it's, it is pretty long and yeah. at first i'm like i don't know because I, it kind of started to feel like it was like maybe dragging in the middle I, I, w- I will say the third act did drag a little for me but a little bit that was, that was one of my few com- complaints but. but i thought that they let it breathe and in the middle when i thought like oh maybe this is dragging i was seeing it through like this like horror lens but really that's when they're like just establishing the family dynamics more and mm-hmm. stuff. And a lot of it isn't like, there's so many scenes that, I mean, you feel tense just because of what happened prior and what, you know, you're expecting to come, but there's so many scenes that are just like them dealing with loss and grief as a family. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's pretty rough at times. Like it, it's a very grim movie, pretty sad to watch yeah. and horrifying to watch at times. But yeah, I really liked it too. I think the third, so the third act some of the revelations at the end, they kind of, they come out of left field a little bit yeah. for me and it slightly lost me, but I feel like on a rewatch that would, yeah, would be an issue. But yeah. I mean, I, I did really like it. And Tony Collette was probably, probably my f- favorite part. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the family, family dynamics are fantastic. Yeah. Everything feels very natural and grounded. Yeah. Despite it being this really weird kind of surreal yeah. film. Also, the, the setting was awesome. Yeah. It, it took place, like, I couldn't tell if it was, like, Wyoming or, like, somewhere in middle America or even, I don't know, maybe the Northwest or something. But it was all just, like, like whenever they're just, like, going about their days, like, the city and stuff, it's, like, night in the city, just through town, like, there's just, like, barren landscapes and, like, plains and then just, like, mountains in the distance and stuff, which I thought, like, you don't really see that in horror movies a lot, I feel like. I don't know. I just thought the setting was really unique, too. But there's something else I want to say, but go ahead. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I think how the family reacts to all of the different tragedies, and there is a lot yeah. that they have to go through. It just, again, it, it really rings true, I think, for the most part. And that just adds to the whole tone and atmosphere yeah. of it. And yeah, and I, I think that the uh, car sequence, yeah. the, the, the crash, is that was insane. Yeah. Like, where to his reaction and everything is fantastic. Yeah, people gasped. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had people, like, at certain scenes, be like, shh. Like, just really audibly in the theater. Yeah. And, but yeah, it was was definitely one of the better films I've seen this year. Yeah. Even if you you don't find it, like, quote-unquote scary, it's just really worth seeing. And it's it's really hard to talk about this film without, without spoiling it. 
like there's a lot of things that I loved about the film, but if I got into them, like I feel like it would spoil the film. Mm-hmm. But it really does play with your expectations a lot. Like you really feel like it's going one way because they they like kind of harp a lot on like mental illness and stuff like that, and you and you kind of feel like it might be going that way. But I don't know. I like I, I'm trying to figure out a way of phrasing. This well, yeah. Well, I mean, there's some like supernatural stuff near the end where they're trying to talk to spirits and everything like that, where you could easily put that into a, or it's been done in all the paranormal activity movies and it just comes across as so goofy. Yeah. Everything. But in this, whether it's the direction or the writing, it yeah. feels completely genuine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This, this movie reminded me a lot of the Babadook. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely a lot like the, um, that. I like this a lot better than the Babadook though. Um, I think I do too. Yeah. And I think that it was, at first it seemed like it was kind of going the same direction as the Babadook, but then it, mm-hmm. it completely switches gears. And yeah, the stuff with like the spirit medium and, and, uh, all that, where it could come off as so corny and so like overdone. Just, I, and once again, it goes back to just the family's reaction to all this. Like when, I guess this is a minor spoiler, but they, yeah, they, they have a spirit medium. Um, they talk to like, um, like spirits or whatever. And the family's reaction to that isn't like, Oh wow. Like, uh, like they are terrified, you yeah. know, like it is, it, it's like how you would react to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's, like it's so wanna, unsettling. It's like, I just want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I, I really can't stress like you really should see this movie if you're even remotely interested in horror or I mean like even, I mean, it's hard to say like if you, if you hate horror, I think because it is so scary, it might turn you off. But if you feel like you can power through a like really scary movie, yeah, I mean it's it's not at all like a like a jump scare. No, film, no, no, like no, a, no, no, no. Uh, a quiet place or or something like that. It's very more in the realm of the Babadook or the Witch yeah. or Under the Skin. You know, it's, which yeah. is, I guess are all done by A twenty four. Yeah, I was about to say A twenty four is the master of horror. At this point. Yeah, um, it comes at night. Nails did that. Yeah, yeah, right. Even Ex Machina has some horror elements. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess they just, I don't, I wonder how much like input they have in these movies. Are they just really good at hand selecting? They might be. They yeah. probably, scripts and directors. Well, they focus that, so much on like indie films and the auteurs kind of, they probably yeah. look beyond the horror thing, which I'm sure helps. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going for like the super bloody jump scares, I guess. Right. Right. So it appeals well, to a certain. I'm trying to remember what else A24 has done. I think they've done some of the, the, first the David O. Russell films. They've done everything. Everything yeah. that plays at the Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of stuff that's played at the Chelsea. Which and they've, is why. Got, they've like blown up like the last five years, I think. Yeah, they did, they did Spring Breakers, yeah. um, Moonlight. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, oh, and the score is great. It's just, oh, it's, yeah. it's very, God, the music is excellent in it. Yeah. yeah it's just, just kind of brooding. Yeah. Kind of off key. Yeah. Uh, score. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's very, it's pretty disturbing at times, both in dealing with them, how they deal with just real tragedies and then also some of the reveals yeah. and it, yeah, it, it, it works completely somehow. Yeah. I don't know how, yeah, how they like, did it. It's but emotionally it, draining along with being, you know, just the same sort of like exhaustion that you get from a horror movie, you know, like it, yeah. it, it, it kind of assault you on both fronts yeah um great yeah <laughs> yeah yeah chloe you like i probably like it 
Yeah, I thought you would freak the, the fuck out. Yeah, I wouldn't. You, I'm really no, not that easily would. scared. You sure? Phil couldn't sleep yes. at all. <laughs> I saw Phil the next day. He's like, I didn't sleep at all last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, Phil's a scaredy cat, though. I don't like gory stuff. Oh, then. Well, I know well, about the. There's a little but... bit of. That's. That is not even. That part is not even that gory. There's. Yeah. There's really not as much gore as you think. Yeah, yeah. Which. Yeah. I like scary. I like being interested okay. by movies. I don't like the saw crap. No, no, no. The no, needless. No, 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 there's, no. no there's. So, I think I I think I'd mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Kind of curious. I yeah. know what happens now. That might help me. Yeah. Also, um, I like how they don't. A lot of the scenes that like have stuck with me, the like the horrific things are kind of happening in the background, mm-hmm. or like they, there's a lot of like terrifying images and stuff, but they're not like hap- Like they're not the main focus. Like yeah. there's a couple things. I was like, "Yo, did you see that?" And I'm like, "No." And they like look like when they switch oh. back, like look over there, and you'll oh, see. Oh, how meta! Mm-hmm. No, but <laughs> there's not even that. It's just like. I know, doesn't that happen in... Well, anyway. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, when there's the... I mean, I won't spoil it, but when near the end, there's a scene where a character wakes up in, in bed. Yeah, that's and what And there's something behind, uh, behind them. I didn't even see it. Yeah, it's slowly revealed, kind of like in, in, in lighting. Uh, and, like, I had people like, like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Because it, it lingers there in the, that same yeah. shot for a while, and you just don't know how it's going to Yeah. And then, like, the next shot, you'll see, like, a piece of, piece of like, cloth yeah. go by or something Yeah, like it's, it's very oh, well-directed. Yeah, it is. And it's his uh, debut, right? I think so. Full-length. Yeah. yeah. Also, just the end. I love the end. Yeah, that, that, like, yeah. It's definitely a little... Yeah, very... It goes, it, it, gets over the, it goes over the top, but... Are the effects good? Yeah, yeah um, I mean, there aren't even that many, many, many yeah. you know, um, which is a, a good thing. I, I, there's I actually, like, I'm trying to think of, like, th- there's nothing in the movie, like, uh, like in Quiet Place, you know, how you see the monsters, uh-huh. just, like, so lame looking. and see, There's none of that type of shit. It's all, like, practical for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, but, yeah, God, I, I want to, like, spoil the movie, but I don't, because I want you guys to see it. But, yeah, the end scene. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Cooper loved it, man. I really did. Yeah. I really did. Because, like, it just reminded me of, like, a lot of, like, old school, like, horror. Like, it's, it's, this would have been a good movie to watch with, like, Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so much of Rosemary's Baby and so much of this are not, like, horror. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like most horror movies, like, just big horror movies, you'll go see, and the first 30 minutes, it's, like, establishing stuff. And then once the horror starts, it just keeps going and that's what happened with quiet place and that's kind of kind of why i didn't like it but you know this lets you breathe a little bit and that's why it makes it so much scared because mm. you know you kind of settle back in and go fuck what the hell is that shit like, <laughs> yeah 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 and again luckily it's it's just a very well-made movie if yeah it, it's just a great family a look at a family kind of disintegrating because of uh loss and grief and you know jealousy guilt yeah, and just how they the back and forth between them blaming a certain event on someone, then them the, the other person they yeah, throwing it back, and yeah, it's it you could completely see that happening with any family, yeah, and who had gone through something like that. So yeah, but yeah, definitely one of the better films I've seen this year. Yeah, really would like to rewatch it. But this and First Reform are like my my films to beat for the year. Oh well, we have a our listener question is about our. Favorite films of the year so far, so really per- perfect. Uh, yeah, prior to this, it would probably be because um, I'm probably not going to stick around for that. But prior to this, it would probably be uh, you were never really here, and then Annihilation. But nice. this is I like 
these two, I think, better than both. All the freaky so. movies are Cooper's favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They all fit in the same nice little shelf. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Did you guys see that A24's big thing with this movie has been, like, that calendar of, like, scary grandmas? Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. I think I think I may that. mention that, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's about it for me. I mean, that yeah. uh, won't spoil it since... These these guys haven't seen it, but Brain had to step out. He was losing it. <laughs> <laughs> he was so scared. The yeah. suspense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. But, well, I give it five stars. Good. Yeah, so cool. does Brayden. Sure. Yay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a four and a half for me, I think, but it could definitely be a five on rewatch. So. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Definitely in the same boat there. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, high praise. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna cop that Blu-ray for sure. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, definitely gonna get the blue. So, all right. Well, I guess we can move on to our other uh, review, which is Paul Schrader's First Reformed, and we have a clip for that one. Hopefully, so take a listen. I wasn't aware that I had offended. Jesus didn't want our suffering. He suffered for us. Mm-hmm. He wants. Our commitment and our obedience. Mm-hmm. And what of his creation? The heavens declare the glory of God. God is present everywhere in every plant, every river, every tiny insect. The whole world is a manifestation of his holy presence. I think this is an issue where, where the church can lead. But, but they say nothing. The, the U.S. Congress still denies climate change. Where were we when these people were elected? All right. First Reformed is written and directed by Paul Schrader and stars Ethan Hawke, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, Victoria Hill, Michael Gaston. Anyone else I'm forgetting? Worth mentioning? No. No. Cedric Carlos. Yep. Yeah, he's a real actor, Henry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was, he was an entertainer. He actually, I was surprised at this. He, he, was, he was pretty good. Yeah. But he, and um, ta- I shouldn't have brought this up because I don't know enough. In Taxi Driver, didn't he cast a comedian in a serious role as well? I think so. Scorsese? Yeah, well, the joint effort. Never mind. Keep going. Uh, but the plot synopsis is a priest of a small congregation in upstate New York grapples with mounting despair brought on by tragedy worldly concerns, and a tormented past. So, uh, well, since uh, Chloe and Bryn, y'all didn't talk for the first review, what did y'all think of First Reformed? Mm-mm. <laughs> you can go. Why do I have to start? <laughs> Why do I have to start? <laughs> I don't know. I, I the, first, the first half of the film, I watched it, and I thought, this is this is absolutely spectacular. I thought it, it the, the dialogue was a bit heavy-handed in places, and it's heavy-handed throughout the, the entire film, not just the first half. But I thought it was interesting tackling issues, sort of uh, more current issues of um, social concern in this particular film, the first reformed environmentalism uh, through the lens of faith. And I thought that was really uh, interesting. So you had sort of a, a diehard environmentalist who's having these conversations with Ethan Hawke, who's a priest, reverend? I, I don't fully understand. He's not a priest. I don't think he's a priest. He's, he's a reverend, right? 
I don't know. What don't look Reverend, at well, minister. It's no, it's Reverend Taller. Remember they, okay, they yeah. refer to him as Reverend, so Yeah. Um, so must be a Dutch reform song. I don't yeah. know how they I don't know. These two these two strong wills are having, you know, this fellow who's who's committed his life to faith and another fellow who's committed his life to the environment and then the discussions that they have. And it's absolutely fascinating. And then pivotal moment in the scene, which I don't think it's a spoiler to say that, that the fellow commits suicide. It probably suicide. is. <laughs> no, it's not, because it actually says it in the synopses of the film. It says, you know, this fellow commits suicide. And, and pretty much everything after that point, it sort of starts to go downhill for me. There's, I, I think, some really fascinating stuff uh, still in the film, but there are a few scenes in particular. There's one scene in particular, which is very sort of embrace of the serpent, which I just kind of watched it. And it didn't, I wouldn't say it ruined the film for me, but but it's standing, in, in my opinion, dropped considerably. I don't know. I, I thought there was a very definite sort of break in terms of the, the first half and the second half of the film. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that occur I in the second half of the film. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's so sort of all, it feels very sort of all over the place hmm. in the second half of the film and perhaps intentional, but it just something still feels a little, uh, I don't know, slapdash about it. It, it feels a little confused or muddled in terms of what it's trying to do. Hmm. And maybe that's, that's intentional on Paul Schrader's part. How how did you, um, what's it's being compared or said as a companion piece to taxi driver. How'd you feel like it? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen taxi driver. The last time I saw that, I felt like it it did almost at times follow the beats of taxi driver a little too much, but I mean, it didn't affect the movie too much for me, but I, I think it's, did y'all get that at all? Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them that are like that at his films. Yeah. But this, like, I mean, there's I like think this one direct callbacks, like, seeing Taxi Driver when he's looking in the mirror, strapping up. Like, there is a parallel scene in this. Um, yeah. Granted, the film doesn't end up the same way <laughs> um, as Taxi Driver. But it was definitely felt like it was in dialogue with it, where... And, like, because it was his, like, he wrote both movies, like, I feel like he, like, has to be, like, hyper aware of that. Well, he said he didn't realize it as much until he was editing. Hmm. And then he saw it. The likely story. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, Well, Chloe, what do you think? I really liked it. Except I was a little thrown off by the same scene that Brayden was talking about, I think, just because it's not my, in my general periphery, that kind of thing. Right. But um, on as far as what we were talking about, I think they have parallels. And one of the underlying underlying themes, if you just take it that way, is about like hope and stuff. So the different ending might have been like, this is where this character could go if this way. Which is like the Jiggle movie. It's all like supposed to be like the same guy, but taken different directions. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, this one's a little more positive. And it's nihilism. Mm-hmm. But, um... Positive <laughs> <laughs> nihilism. And chaotic good. I kind of consider myself a, a an optimistic nihilist. So, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. There you go, listeners. But, but that kind of himself, yeah, this movie was, like, a little much for me. Just on a, pro, like, trigger warning or whatever. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all of my anxieties, like, I, th- like I can't go to malls. Because, like, I get anxiety attacks about, like, the consumerism and stuff. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, it's Wait, a thing. Well, no, explain that. 
What is there to explain? No, no, but like the world is slowly dying and nobody notices. I agree with that. Or quickly, <laughs> so it just drives me crazy. I just can't deal with all of it. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, mean, I should probably turn into one of those like off the grid mountain people. But anyway, <laughs> that'd be interesting. <laughs> but um, in that vein, you know, you see movies so you can see that other people feel the same way you do, and it manifests differently. We go to the movies to feel. So, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So for a little while, I was like, because <gasps> I was kind of dying. Like, okay. hyperventilating. But overall, on the more important scale, I thought it was really well-crafted and intentional. And I think I think it flowed a little better than Brayden thought it did. And I think the decline was warranted and made sense all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I liked the imagery. Um, I liked how there was kind of no music, really. There was, like, a soundscape and not a lot of music. And I thought, rarely... Or, well, I think rarely it works, but the kind of form of narration I really liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it worked well because, you see, he's kind of lying to himself and all that yeah. stuff. He's, like, the unreliable narrator, too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I really liked it. I thought the acting was really... I'm a big Ethan Hawke fan. Yeah. You're I probably... Am too. I am, too. <laughs> so I, good yeah, I always so have fun. He's very good. I saw his Macbeth when I was, like, six. It was just, like, playing on TV, and I was like... Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Ethan. I said I always got, for a long time, I got his name confused with Stephen Hawking, like I just interchanged them. But the- Very different, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, I just, I don't know, I really like I really like Amanda Seyfried, which I don't usually. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of hit and miss with me, so. Yeah. But I did like her in this. Well, it's interesting, she went from sort of uh, 90s horror film ingenue to. A Mean Girls Braden is what you mean by her. Brilliant film. Yeah. Well, no, what was that other one, that, that, that the terrible piece of trash that she did with Megan Fox? Oh, uh, I don't know, cheerleader movie. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Right. Jennifer's Body? Jennifer's Body, that's it, thank you. Classic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but she did She did a few a few films in that vein, I think, but now she's... She's grown up. I don't know if necessarily of trying to redefine, but she's she's pursuing much more challenging and interesting roles. Like Mamma Mia too. Well, she was, what was it, two years ago? I can't wait. Most anticipated. I can't <laughs> remember the titles of any of these films, but the film that she did with Shirley MacLaine. Oh, two years the, ago. So. The words or the hours or something like oh, that. that. Yeah. Sun, I don't that, know. That was Sundance, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Newspaper movie about yeah. She yeah. Shirley MacLaine's like, I'm writing my own obituary. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. So, <laughs> just like, so she was, she was, she was, I thought, I thought she was quite good in this and, mm-hmm. and Cedric Kyle's, uh, that yeah. was sort of out of left field. I mean, there's, there's a precedent for, like for guys who are, I guess, traditionally comedians moving into these roles now. I mean, you've seen that with a lot of various films. I mean, the, the taboo probably to mention this, but Louis C.K. and, uh, American Hustle. And then you had, uh, David O. Russell films, oddly enough. You had, um. My favorite. Oh, who's the comedian? The one that was in the fifth element. And he was in Rush Hour. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and he was in, um, Silver Lines Playbook. Yeah. And oh. he was quite good in that. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, you take these fellows who traditionally are comedic and you put them in these roles and they've actually done quite well with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the performances all around I thought were great. I mean, what sort of got me is like the first half of the film, I'm watching it and I'm really getting into it. And it seems like that, you know, okay, this is an interesting theme and looking at um, various sort of current issues through the lens of, through the prism of faith and what role faith has in, in the, the, in, in, uh, consideration of these, these, uh, these, uh, 
very pressing issues, you know, again, in this case, environmentalism, but, you know, various uh, minority rights or things like that, women's rights, you know, what if, what if you had looked at, say, the Me Too movement through the lens of faith, mm-hmm. really interesting things like that. But, but so you have this fellow who, who, you know, Reverend Toller, who obviously has committed his life to uh, and sacrificed a considerable amount, you know, including his family his faith and he's sort of a remnant a throwback to to a very more traditional concept of faith but then looking at all this faith and and the question of faith and what is faith and how does faith fit into modern society and and all that seems to get totally left by the wayside in the second half of the film so it's almost like bait and switch and you know it gets up to the point where there's a suicide and then following the suicide totally changes direction and i'm just well that kind of makes sense though if you <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, I'll say, I'm, well, I thought the movie was pretty solid. I, I think that it, I definitely get what you're seeing with the, or saying with the, that midpoint break. And I, it kind of reminded me of how I felt about movies that kind of have a, have a similar structure like Room and then also a little bit Beasts of No Nation where a character is developing, developing, and then there's a certain mm-hmm. moment and then it either switches kind of directions thematically or character wise. And so then you kind of have to either start all over or a character gets to a certain point and they, they act that way for the rest of the movie because they've reached that goal. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'd i say I enjoyed the first half more than the second half, but I wasn't as kind of thrown off by it as I think you were. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I loved Ethan Hawke, although it does kind of confuse me at times how he – goes about picking roles because he can be so good like let he him is live in, his life henry and then he can be in you know getaway with selena gomez and he he's said, or, and, or the first the purge the purge film, and he's, he's just terrible yeah. in it he said he makes like five times as much money if there's gun violence in the movie yeah i don't well, know that he has children <laughs> yeah well oh, 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 okay <laughs> do what you gotta do sure sure but yeah i, I did yeah. i love him in this and remind me a little bit of silence a little bit, just okay. in terms of the religious. Well, what was I the guess. film that he did a couple of years ago with uh, Carmen Jogo, where he played Chet Baker, or some kind of? Oh, movie. Born to Be Blue. Born to Be Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was so good in that. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, sorry. I no, but yeah, but I, so I, that, but I liked it quite a bit. Cooper. Yeah, I, I like I was saying before during my hereditary review, it was probably one of my favorites of the year. I thought that the the. The shift halfway through the film, I thought that it worked for me. I I thought that leading up to that, the, his faith faith was being challenged by this guy and his environmental concerns. His like this is much of a spoiler you see in the trailer, but his health is declining. He has to face past like incidents and and mm-hmm. past like things that have happened in his life. That's so redundant telling him. I can't really talk Regrets. about it, but, um, so I, I think that he, when, when the character commits suicide, he's really susceptible to like an ideological shift. I think that just all these things culminating and chipping away at his character, I think it made sense for him to want to latch on to someone else's like passion. Mm. Once again, I don't want to get too much into it and, and give too much away with the film, but. I, I just, I really did feel like it was warranted in it. And it was, because like the first half of the film, he's so devoted to his faith. And then that seems to go to the wayside 
halfway through the film. But I, I think that there, he's leaving enough hints in, in his narration and in his diary throughout the film that it, it's not like extremely blatant that like, yes, this is the way I'm going and stuff. But I think that, he, that he's doubting enough internally, as you can see through his narration, and the dialogue that it would make sense for him to, um, like have the shift. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's realizing that he's, he's dying and, mm. and he sees these other like men of the cloth around him, like Cedric the Entertainer that are imperfect priests or reverends. Um, he like, they, they don't represent the, the faith that he stands beside. So I, I could see him seeing these environmental issues and stuff like that and wanting to potentially martyr himself for these because I, his fate doesn't mean the same thing to him after this, mm. after the, uh, the suicide. So I think that he as something like, I don't know about much about, you know, the Calvinist church and Dutch reform stuff, but as a Catholic, and there's a lot of parallels, like guilt is a major tenet of that religion. And I think that a lot of times people confuse like reverence towards God and their faith with like the guilt that they feel for like doing things wrong in life. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that the <clears throat> ultimate penance in his eyes was just being a martyr for something. And I, I think that, you know, the, the, there's a lot of different interpretations to the film, especially like the ending. The ending is kind of ambiguous yeah. and, and kind of goes off the rails a little bit. But I, I like that where it kind of, it didn't tie things up and it left a, thing, a lot of things open-ended. Kind of like you, you were never really here. Yeah. But yeah. But I think even more so than. Yeah, than, I loved the ending. Yeah. I, I just think that it, it allowed. <laughs> I got major side eye from Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do nothing. I was just dealing with a hangnail over here. Um, I, I really even like how... He's like, here, ladies. Um, I really like, like just how it was edited. Like, I really... Yeah, it's the, a, very well put together. Like, I, I I went and rewatched the ending again when Brayden was watching it. I just ducked in the theater just because I... I really to be stuck close to Brayden. Yeah. I was eating, doesn't? As we all do. Doesn't. I was we eating a croissant. I was trying to be really quiet. <laughs> like, something. But... There, yeah, but there is, I mean, we've all mentioned this point, but there is a scene in the movie that isn't the suicide scene. There's another scene in the movie that is just bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is just bad. Like, mm-hmm. for a movie that is as well shot as this, as well edited as this, yeah. there's a scene where they just use, like, green screen, and it's like, it's just, I was just sitting there, and I'm like, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somebody who has personal experience with, with, uh, well, I'll just say it. Hopefully, it's not too much. But pregnant women uh, was saying that what they she did actually is pregnant just, though. Yeah, Menace Seafood was oh, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't say it to the guy because I don't want to oh. sound like demeaning. But she was actually pregnant. Oh, I did not. But yeah, he was assuring me uh, a woman who's five or six months along in her pregnancy could not lie. Well, on she her could, Brayden. Like she that. did. Did she? Yeah, she was pregnant. Know. That aside, the lying down and like they're protected, that stuff. man. All I right. tell you, it's fine. Well, Okay. Up until the part where they start implementing <laughs> the, the green screen images. Yeah. It just... It's a little much. It was a, I yeah, was okay with it until the green screen. Yeah, same. I thought it was a little weird, but I didn't think it was like... I mean, that, that, it didn't ruin the film, but it, I, I, I yeah. saw that and I kind of went, oh, God, it's it's one of these things again. And I mean, yeah. why why do they... Why do that? I mean, that that's that scene in Embrace of the Serpent is kind of what ruined that film for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because it, it's such a... It's such a ridiculous 
device yeah. that that certain filmmakers seem to to, to yeah. rely on and use, fall back on, exploit. <clears throat> I don't know what you what you would what yeah. say, but I mean it's it's so it's so goofy. Yeah, it's so well, goofy. I think one of the strong suits of the movie was that it was so subtle, like it let the audience think and yeah. it incorporated these then, kind of vital issues in a very applicable way like it wasn't thrown in there for the sake of doing so like yeah. it was it made sense obviously for the characters and the story yeah and it also kind of grounded it in the world and then when they did that i was like Jump we know what's hell. going on guys yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what i would get is I, th- I feel like paul schrager ha- like has this great appreciation for classic film considering he's made this many is- classic films right like the film is is four by three which i thought yeah. at first was a little yeah. weird but i actually liked it because i thought that like it framed things really cool. Mm. Have you seen oh. Diary of a Country Priest? No. It's a French movie from like the early 60s. It's it's very similar, as oh. you might be able to tell from the title. But, mm. anyway. yeah. But yeah, he has this great adherence to like, you know, classical film. It just felt really weird and out of place that he put in this. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the hell? I don't, well, know, I just I, don't, I don't get it. A like, scene like that is just so... Point. I think it would have been much more impactful just to have a couple of minutes of silence with the two of them yeah. connecting it the way they had. Yeah. And I, I just think it would have been uh, the tension between the two of them and also the, the, the connection, the emotional, the intimate connection between the two of them would have been a lot more impactful than... Than what happened through space. Yeah. <laughs> Magic through. school bus style. Right. watching The Room here, you know? I don't know. It, it, the weird thing, the weird thing about it for me is, is, you know, and I'm a big fan of ambiguity in films, but the ambiguity in the second half of it, I'm not talking about the ending. The ending I actually kind of liked. It's still a little, I'm still a little puzzled by it. And the one thing that he does, uh, which again, I won't give away, not, not the first thing, but then the second thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then he puts on his cassock over. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not quite sure what that was about. Brayden. But, Anyhow, I'm, yeah, I mean, I get, I get, I get the obvious connection between the two of them, but. I think the difference in you not feeling it and me feeling it, it's like, I don't think he became distant from his faith. I think it was the only thing he had left as he questioned everyone else seeming to ignore it. Like, I don't think he stopped, I don't think he stopped. I think, I don't think his, um. The way he felt about no, he, God I never everything changed at all. I never got the impression that he he gave up his faith. Well, but that's that's what I was going to say though. That's the thing that the ambiguity that sort of got me is what happened in the second half of the film. Mm. Was that because he was trying to take over the role no. of Michael who had committed suicide, or was this because did he actually sort of find a different faith? And I so think, I mean that that brings on a lot of questions. Of, which I think it was a kind of inspiration because he felt so lost given how everyone else around him was acting. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, just thematically, it's very different. Depending on how you interpret it, it goes very different directions. One is a, a break of faith, a severance between him and his faith. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is envy. I didn't get either of those, Braden. No? <laughs> Neither and one. That's, that's, that's kind of what I was trying to struggle <laughs> with, is, is, is whether he was envious of this fellow mm. who had committed suicide, or uh, if he actually, because he was having such a massive crisis of faith, and then, and then he, he broke with his faith, and then... Mm-hmm. Went this other direction, yeah. I thought because the he was sort of proselytized, if you will, by mm-hmm. by the environmentalist. 
Right. So, hmm. I think, especially, he had the line in there that was like, why do we deny ourselves these, like, small pleasures or whatever, mm-hmm. given, yeah. like, the end. I think it was him finally, or I think it was him coming to understand after a lot of, obviously, um, tension and how to go about carrying out what his beliefs make him feel like he should mm-hmm. bring to the world. I think it was him finally realizing how to best interact with his faith in the way that can make life better, even though you can't do everything, fix yeah, everything. right. So I guess I took some happy stuff, and you took some sad stuff. Well, hey, that's, <laughs> I that's guess. the thing about movies. You know? But it is a movie. I haven't stopped thinking about it like since yeah. I saw it. Very and I had good. to call my mom. I was like, I'm too young to understand why he was fighting with this lady. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. But that, yeah, two definitely hereditary and that's both very thought provoking films. Yeah. So it was a crazy week. <laughs> yeah, it really. Well, I saw them back to back. Oh, really? Yeah. The double feature with Phil. Well, not like oh, yeah. back to back. Oh, yeah. Passion Friday, Phil. That's how he introduced himself. To yeah. Me. He, I, I was talking to him about because he actually wanted to come on the show to talk about both of them because he, he loved both. And I, he brought up first reform. Shut him down, Henry. No, he he <laughs> uh, was busy during this time. So, anyways, he gave me like a ten minute lecture on everything. I was like, <sighs> yeah, because well, I I just gotten off like a really kind of busy shift. I was like, I can't have. I was like, I phased out after a second. I could not I process. Just to go home. Like, yeah. like am I like a PhD at Harvard in a class? You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean. You know, more power to him. In a class, wow. Yeah, or, yeah, I mean, in the right situation, I was totally interested, but, like, at the time, I was just like, was yeah. like what am I doing? <laughs> I, I, I love seeing films with Phil because he notices, like, he'll, he'll okay, this is, this also kind of annoys me now that I'm thinking about it. He'll see a film. In a and nice then way. He'll, yeah. <laughs> He'll see a film and he'll notice a little thing in it and be like, "Oh, this is an allusion to like yeah, yeah. some text that was written three thousand years ago." <laughs> That's I'm what like, I thought no, you were gonna say. Yeah. No, and like, well, he's like, "Oh, this is just like you know, the trials of Hercules or something." Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I really doubt that that's what they were thinking of. He's like, "It's so obvious." And then, but sometimes, like, he'll, for example, in um, Hereditary, he like when when in the background uh like the the son is sitting in class and the teacher is giving a lecture and they're just like name dropping stuff and philip knew exactly what they're talking about and actually kind of connected to the film so that was kind of nice that he knew the whole story of what they're talking about so Mm. but sometimes he goes a little too too far with them i can't think of any examples right now he's too smart passion phil at his best yeah yeah off the leash in his righteous place yeah yeah But yeah, yeah, uh, definitely a good and uh, another film that I would really like to rewatch as well. Yeah, so. well, in a matter of speaking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot there to uh, unpackage. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it again. <clears throat> I mean, I probably will. It's kind of like silence. I it's, won't it's, like it though. Yeah, it's kind of it's grueling to watch, but it brings up so many ideas that it's it's worth. I just it. hope they uh, in subsequent Blu-ray DVD releases if they just cut that one scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that was, I don't know button. why. Maybe why they'll have a thought. commentary and yeah. you'll you'll find yeah, out. Maybe. Do a fan edit. I mean, even if, the, even, even if the director has a reason for including it, shouldn't include it. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> no, I'm serious because you know, no, know as you a director, mean. if you have enough of a, 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 a broad knowledge of film and you've seen film, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I saw this and I immediately went and embraced the serpent. And I know there are other films that it's been in as well. 
But you watch this and you just go, oh, well, you're, you're five films that have done this already. Yeah. So. Maybe they were trying don't. to spice it up. <sighs> yeah. Not, 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 not my favorite <laughs> scene. Work. Uh, well, I'm telling you, it's just like Diary of the Country Priest, except for all the modern stuff. I believe but you. But it's a good movie. Cool. It's in the Criterion Collection. Oh, no way. A Blu-ray or a DVD one? I don't know. Mm. What's the difference? Do they not have both? <laughs> it's, it's DVD and Blu-ray. If it's DVD, not no, interested. No. But if it's Blu-ray, not I'm worth the watch. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. So, <laughs> whatever. All right. <laughs> Brayden's saying his is like, what yeah. are you talking about? Blu-ray, 4K. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bra- yeah, Brayden's, yeah. Uh, the I'm head. so far beyond your technology. <laughs> I'm watching my Oculus Rift in yeah. 4K. <laughs> He's the tech head. Over. I'm watching it right now. It's streaming directly <laughs> to my brain. <laughs> yeah, I have an implant. Yeah. <laughs> you guys saw first reform. I saw second reform. <laughs> Damn. No, that's probably what Phil saw. Yeah. <laughs> he saw the Passion sequel. Phil. Second, third, fourth. Passion fourth. of yeah. the Phil. Passion yeah. of the Phil. <laughs> That was a good reference, man. Yeah, good one. Star ratings? It's a four for me. 80? So, there's so much there. I agree. 80, Henry. Okay. <laughs> well, that's low for you. For the no, user. well, okay. See, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, um, I'm trying to be respectful. I feel like saying, like, 70 million handmade, like, porcelain pots is, like, disrespectful to the movie. I'm trying to keep it low-key. You know? Fair enough. Right. <laughs> Uh, Braden? I give it four. I was lower before, but the fact that I keep thinking about it. (laughs) Well, the fact that I keep thinking about it. I think that's a a mark of a good film is when you think about it and you don't don't just immediately sort of toss it away. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I I, I admit I go, I watch the Marvel movies. I have fun in them. But, you know, a couple hours later, I've completely forgotten the whole thing. But this... <clears throat> it really has stuck with me. I keep thinking about it. I watched it two days ago, and I'm still struggling with what the a lot of the themes and the ambiguities were. Again, some of the directorial choices I wasn't like. The writing was a bit heavy handed at times. I really yeah. liked the writing. The writing in some spots was spectacular. I thought his diary stuff was. I like. I like. Yeah, it yeah. Was a classic it priest too. talk. Right, like, right. But then yeah, some yeah. of it, um, like his first conversation that he had with Michael, I thought some of the dialogue there was a, a touch on the stilted side. But they kind of, oh, stilted. Stilted. You mean like a little much though? A bit much. A bit extra. But they, but okay. But they address. Just a touch. But they address <laughs> that because he said he found the level of conversation exhilarating. Well, perhaps, but. I don't know. TBH. I know I talk like this sometimes, but when my family like sits down and eats and talks, it gets like really like that. Well, and that's why most of our conversations end in yelling in public. But (laughs) so a typical family. (laughs) And that's kind of like our conversations at the dinner table as well. But I always sort of thought that I I think our families are not necessarily the norm. Oh, okay. So your father. Yeah, let's not go. <laughs> Who's this nowadays? Well, well, I mean, the, the I think nuclear family is a little much. All right, nuclear well, come I mean, back to its roots. Your, <laughs> your father is what? Crazy. Well, what? what I mean, he has he has what is his degree? Oh, oh my god! Sorry, huh? What is his degree? Oh, he has like yeah, a billion. Yeah, he has right? a few. <laughs> Like a cell biology. My father and, uh, has a master's. I have a PhD, in, so I don't think uh, these are like normal 
something. Dinner table conversation type. Okay, sassy pants. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we're not, we're outliers. We're not necessarily the... Some... Mm-mm. I don't judge people based on their... He's not... <laughs> I'm not he's just saying he's just saying that the average family doesn't have eight degrees between two people. Like, yeah. I don't think it's relevant. Everybody's got the same feelings. Whatever. <laughs> Move on. They do. You're everybody like backwards has the same, complimenting. Well, everybody does. <laughs> no, everybody has the same feelings. It's just a, the question of how they how they convey True. those, how they express. Those. A lot of people choose not to. I have witnessed in. Um, yeah, some of my friends' families, I mean, I they just don't talk about stuff. So I don't mean if I sound friends. like a snooty bastard, elitist bastard, or something like that. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's the point, is 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 everybody is, is the same, you know. It's just, these are all things everybody thinks about. It's just a matter of how you... Yeah, fair enough. We really digressed there. And yeah, we did. <laughs> but no, it, it, it makes me think a lot. Four stars. <laughs> Love the movie. Four, we didn't get you up to four and a half after that conversation? No, because that Other one relevance? scene just Come ruined on. it for me. It wasn't that bad. No, it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was, it was so pretty weird. bad. It was pretty bad. I, too, was con- concerned about her stomach. I will say. Yeah. Even though I, I know it's fine in my in my brain. But oh, I, brain. Had, I had a fellow who's had a child, and he said that... It, when his wife was pregnant, she couldn't get anywhere near her stomach because the, the OBGYN said, I don't know. Really? It's like the... All right. I don't know. It's fine. Strange. Anywho. Cooper. I'd give it four and a half. Maybe I'd bump it up to that 4.75. Ooh. If it wasn't for that, that scene. That one scene. That one. I'm not, like, it's really bad. It's really, it's really bad. bad. The rest of the movie is so, 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 so good. Yeah. In my opinion, that... It, it doesn't, obviously, I mean, it's because two-minute scene is like, I already forget about it, but it's like, what the hell? Come like, on, you drunk yeah. at the editing table? Keep it in. I don't care. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It'd be like if you watch, like, all of, like, Return of the Jedi, and then when, like, Darth Vader, like, takes his helmet off, it's like Carrot Top or something. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the movie's good, but, like, what the fuck? Like, why did you do that? <laughs> The, the the one thing besides that I applied in like was the like Mary and Joseph thing. I thought it was a little heavy handed more than the dialogue with some of that kind of stuff. But right. The Mary and Joseph. Like how she was pregnant? No, like there's some like her name was Mary. Oh yeah, she oh. she was pregnant. Yeah. And then Joseph, Mary. his son was named Joseph. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are these people? Mary and Mary Joseph. Who were they? Jesus. Okay. This movie's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, cool. Well, Cooper, do you have to run? Or do you, you got a few minutes? Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll leave in 20 minutes. All right. So I can. Were you eyeing anything good on the on my shelves there? No, my Blu-ray just, shelves? Just checking around. So anything you, you want to... Uh, he likes the apple painting. Oh, yeah, that is nice. What was I looking at? Do you like that one behind Chloe? It looks oh, like someone's going off. to the gallows. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm getting a... It's charcoal, though. It's very... It takes a lot of skill to do charcoal. Oh, yeah, it looks like some BDSM. It looks very strange. I'm sure that was... I don't know. What is... What is that? I've never really looked at Henry's bag. It's got a leather mask on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know where we got it from. Oh, yeah, the hands are behind the back. This is true. Yeah, they're going to the gallows. Or the dungeon. Yeah. Huh. It's cool, though. Wow. Very ominous next to the Sesame Street. It's called hooded and braided. Yeah, I was pointing that. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of well. I don't know. But it's a cool, yeah, cool, but. cool little piece of art there. Mm-hmm. So, all right, all right, cool. Uh, 
Well, I guess with those reviews done, sorry we spoiled uh, First Reformed a little bit, but uh, I'll put that Did in the we? show notes. Uh, yeah, I actually, I don't think... Um, here, let me was see. it Brayden? Yes. No, it wasn't me. Yeah, we'll, I will say, so suicide was not in the synopsis. Yeah. Knew it! <laughs> it says it in no. something I read. It says it in Probably something I read. Fair, fair enough. Visually, mm-hmm. as in the movie itself. No, that's it. Fair no, it says it somewhere. I know Roger Ebert something that I read. They spoil the hell out of every movie. They they loved Hereditary. Really? Well, yeah, I think four out of four. Really? When yeah. they get first reformed? I think four out of four too. Four out of four. Yeah. The first reformed does a very high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's yeah, ninety eight. Like ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Can we take a moment to let Brayden tell us what he thought about Beast? Well, he didn't picks of the week. Huh? Picks of the week. That doesn't count for picks of the week. Yeah, it's like because you did guys did that already last week. Oh, I'm so curious. Whatever. Oh, tell us. No, five stars, seriously. I loved it. That's awesome. Well, I knew that part. I liked it it a lot, too. (laughs) Whatever. But, all right, well, we move on to some news. So there's some new trailers, a bunch of new trailers this week. Uh, I guess the first one, um, is there one y'all want to... Just talk about the one you want to talk about, Hammer. We all know what it is. No, no, I mean... uh, Charlotte's Web. What is what? it? The, the, the girl. Charlotte Webber. I can't. Charlotte's Webber. David Fincher. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> Wilbur uh, it's escaping the slaughterhouse on this one. Yeah. I have always been really afraid of Charlotte's Web. But yeah, so the first one, I mean, uh, there are a bunch of new ones, but I just, it was kind of a nice coincidence that we just talked about the girl with the dragon tattoo last week and then the day after the trailer for the. Well, that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. That went way over my Not head. Not that much of a coincidence. You talk about it a lot. No, we did a review. Oh, no, we reviewed oh. it last week. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right, the retro review. Yeah, they, for... they just dropped the new trailer for The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is now the, I guess you can call it the second reboot of the Elizabeth Salander Dragon Tattoo um, series, uh, now being with Claire Foy as Elizabeth, and then it's also being directed by Fidi Alvarez, Fedia Alvarez, Instead of David Fincher, so what? What did y'all think? Now, now this is based off a book not written by the original author, which I just started reading. Steve Larson. After he died, That's the right? Or was yeah. the original author? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then this is uh, uh, being written has been written by someone else as well as another novel. So, what did y'all think of this one? Did not poo poo like. <laughs> Yeah, not not digging this one so much. Uh, I'm not crazy about series to begin with, and then I don't like Fetty Alvarez. I I did like his Evil Dead reboot, but Don't Breathe, I thought was... See, I I prefer Don't Breathe over Evil Dead. I hated Don't Breathe. Really? I really disliked it. Hmm. Just that scene with the turkey based, I'm like... Classic oh, scene. I've never some seen shit like movies, a, but I'm over a it. A fifth grader like, yeah, let's put it in a turkey baster. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Uh, have you seen that movie? No context no. for people. Um, yeah. What is I need none. About? I'm good. Don't oh, breathe. It's about a blind old man. Oh, that like film. Right, right, right. Pregnant. Yeah. And you can guess what's in the turkey baser by that synopsis. It's gross. Gravy. Yeah, actually, they're cooking a Thanksgiving turkey broth. dinner. Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yep. Anyway. I, I don't know the trailer looked lame. She just looks so dumb. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. She Gosh, looks, she's like, I'm, I'm well, I mean, it doesn't look at my leather. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it's so totally different from the first one, which I, mm. I kind of liked. David Fincher's. 
uh, because it was sort of a slow burn kind of thing. I mean, it's really, he, Fincher does such a great job of making sort of these gritty, uh, I'm just thinking of, uh, Zodiac. Yeah. And that's a good movie. Yeah. Very right. Good, and some of the other films that he's done, Seven and, and stuff like that. And they're sort of slow burn and it's really, he does a great job of building suspense and he does a really good job with that in Girl with the Dragon's Tattoo. And this one just looked like, Action flick, and she's jumping into the bathtub, yeah. and guys are spraying bullets, and there's car chases, and people jumping off of tall buildings, and I mean, it's just kind of, uh, it's not, not really Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's not really suspenseful. It's like, topic you know, if, if, it. if Tom Cruise had happened to walk through the set, it would have been like, oh, it's a Mission Impossible. No, yeah. it's actually a girl with a spider's nest. Spider nest in her hair. But Tom Cruise, they, they got gunplay and car chases and That'd people jumping off of buildings. That'd be Tom Cruise piercings. to do Elizabeth. Mm. Tom Cruise is Elizabeth. Tommy Wiseau? That's what you need. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's already got the wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. That'd be great. Yeah, well, I mean, as... Why you do this? <laughs> I'm the girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> oh, hello, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Bang, yeah. bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Well, yeah, was we reviewed it last week? I, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series is my favorite, probably of any series out there. And so I of books. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't have a huge attachment to a lot of books. It's more just oh boy. I mean, I I love reading, but there's there's nothing that I hold as dear to me as or or as in terms of at least compared to movies, I hold a lot right. more movies closer than books. I would say. But, I mean, I, I, I didn't think it looked horrible, but I definitely think it did, was not a big step down. It, like, yeah. for one thing, she's not an action hero. No. She, you know, she can drive a, a motorcycle great, you know, and <laughs> as they, you know, and she's, she's, and you can kick ass when she needs to, but it's not at all like a Mission Impossible type thing, as y'all were saying. But I, I don't mind the look of her. I mean, like, there's a, the scene in the girl who played with fire, and it's from the books where she's covered in, White, the white stuff, the white paint, and these red stripes, and so like the opening scene where she has the guy hanging, no red stripes. Uh, like I, I liked the the look of that, and I, I didn't mind that at all. But I think the supporting elements look pretty generic, and so I think it's definitely lost that kind of elevated sense of mystery and yeah intrigue because that's that's what we were talking about with David Venture last week, where he can take like a trashy kind of airport bookstore novel that Henry holds so dear. You're talking about Gone Girl. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know, yeah, like like <laughs> more so, more so Gone Girl, and elevate it because of his direction and style. Whereas, in I, I don't think I don't have anything against Fady Alvarez, but I think it's definitely just feels pretty cut and dry and not not yeah. that inspired. Aside from a few of the elements with. Looks a little more formulaic. Oh, yeah. car chase and oh, gunplay, and then and then she kicks some ass in martial arts. Woo, yeah, you know, in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I I I like Claire Foy. I, I think she'll be fine. Well, and she was so yeah. good and insane, and maybe maybe she's good in this, but it just doesn't seem. I yeah. After the intensity yeah. of of her role in, in that, this just the 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 treatment of the character in this it just seems sort of like. Crazy genius 
action right. hero. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was kind of the thing I didn't like about it, too, is they, I guess they're in this, like, rock and a hard place where, like, everyone knows who she is, but they're also trying to start their own mm-hmm. version of it. So they, there's, there's, like, so much explain. Like, a character's are like, oh, you're the girl who hacks computers. Yeah. Blah, 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 like, blah, now, blah, she, now, blah. She's, now she's famous and she's, Yeah, you know. like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's, like, what you do on Mission Impossible 8. Yeah, where everyone yeah. already knows, but this one did yeah. not. Yeah, and I mean, I'm perfectly fine with her doing her own new version, because we've seen Her two accent's al- better. <laughs> yeah, That's we, good. we've seen two already, and so I'm completely down with her, just not everything else, but a little disappointing, but we'll see. Maybe the, the final product will be better, so, yeah. Steven Merchant's in it. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. That's all I got. Cool. But... But oh, yes, the journalist dude in this. The, the yeah, he, he's in it. He's, yeah, in he's a different fellow who I've never seen before. I haven't yeah, seen him either, which could be a good thing. I like that. I was just curious yeah. if if what with Steve Larson not writing anything, if they had dropped that character, right? Well, uh, kept Elizabeth Solander. But. Apparently, when he died after he submitted all three manuscripts, he had been planning to write ten. Right. So this could be. Yeah, I don't know exactly, but yeah, he is the journalist is in this. Okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, that one comes out in November, I think. What's the what's Rotten Tomato score? What's the prediction? I don't know. I, I feel like they're probably going to be favorable to it. I, really? I, I I'm thinking so. a solid 67. I, I'm, I was thinking 40s or 50s. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm thinking low 70s. Because yeah. I feel like it is such a name brand that they're not going to trash it, yeah. I don't think. I, um, but I don't I, know. They weren't. Fincher's flopped at the box office. What did it, it made two hundred fifty million. Did it? Yeah, I thought it was a box office film. I thought it was a flop as well. well I, I mean, guess relatively. No, they they didn't make another because it, they didn't make as much it, as it they hoped. So t- I mean, technically yes, but it still made over two hundred million. So, mm. but it, but its budget was ninety, which seems insane for that yeah. movie. But anyways, but yeah, we'll see. It's because they got they got scars guard. You had to pay him. Yeah, yeah, must have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not all Daniel Craig. <laughs> not all Daniel Craig. Yeah. yeah. But, all right, well, the other one, I mean, we talk about plenty, but there's First Man, which is the new uh, Damien Chazelle, Ryan Gosling Pass. Uh, team up about <laughs> Neil Claire Armstrong. Foy. And Claire Foy. Yeah, and Claire Foy. With, uh, She's the new it girl. About Neil Armstrong. Um, what y'all think of this? Well, before you get into this, I'm going to be the first man to go. Oh, Cooper's like wow. to go. All right, man. So, uh, five. Do you want, you want to leave on air here? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's, let's go. Do it. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Get the fuck out, man. See everybody. All right. We're all handshaking right now. Henry just kissed my, my fingers. Like, uh, <laughs> why are you, why are you, first of all, why are you married? And secondly, like why like is it all bullshit? <laughs> yeah. I kiss everybody's like fingers before we leave. Yeah. Kiss yeah. the ring. Kiss uh, the ring. Yeah. yeah. Chloe just spit out my feet. And Brayden isn't even... A lot of mixed me. reactions. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a divisive character. All right. All right, man. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah, drive safety. Oh, oops. I knocked over my water onto the car. But there's just some reasons. Yeah. Are you going to stop it? Are you going to start cleaning it? <laughs> no. Okay. It was just some ice cubes. All right. You might want to edit this one out, I guess. He won't. We'll see. It's a thing. Right. Bye. See ya. Ta ta. You know, ta comes from, um, well, actually, my sister told me this, and it might uh, not Cooper, be true. Cooper Apparently, it stands for things a lot. <laughs> Gemma told me. She's very. Well, no, she's not. That's what she told me. I'm not sure. Get that McGriddle, man. On your way. Mmm,
I've never had, I don't know if there's any good. I've never had one. I've never had McDonald's. You should have an egg McMuffin at least. No, thank you. Once before you die. <laughs> I'm good. Third That's when I will die. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, I, I, oh, so he's done Whiplash and La La Land, and, which, I mean, I, I, I really liked Whiplash and I thought La La Land was pretty good. Whiplash but is amazing. Is I don't understand bait. how you can go from Whiplash to La La Land, Me though. Neither. That's, that's puzzling. What's your, what's the issue there? We hate La La Land in this corner. Why is that? I mean, I, I don't Terrible. love it. I don't, I don't love it, but. Terrible movie. Why? Hated it. Why? Tried to watch it on three separate plane rides. Didn't get through it the first two times because I hated it so much. First Why? time I got through, I just don't like. The, okay, first of all, as you know, I'm a huge fan of the classic like Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. This just a crap version of those. Just go watch the original ones. Okay. The dancing's bad. The singing's bad. The choreography's not impressive. I don't like the way it looks. There's like no. Uh, there's no actual story. The representation. There's a story. I've heard, I've heard that the, the the representation of what they try to pass is jazz oh, people music. People hate that. In the Ooh, film, people just, hate that. I that at all. That's why. That's why the thing with La La Land and Moonlight was heightened because everyone was like, "This movie that's just dismissive is gonna be," but that didn't. And I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, finally some justice in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I don't love it, but I mean, I I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was it looked great. I love Ryan Gosling and Miss Stone together. So I'm don't have at all the hate that y'all have, but seems a little much. But I'm just not partial to musicals, anyways. But I think this one in particular would offend my sensibilities simply because again, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. Again, it, it, it the the music in the film. And the fact that it's supposed to be set within sort of the jazz milieu, but none of the songs are really jazz mm-hmm. songs. It's, I don't know. Anything. And Kaylee hates it too, and I trust her. <gasps> Thank God. Mm-hmm. Who's Kaylee? Her friend. Brayden, she's my best friend. Okay, I don't. I don't yeah, Brayden like, doesn't. Like, what the heck? I'm not on the Facebook. She's the, beautiful the and perfect the, and intelligent. I'm not she's on my the, best friend. The Facebook or the tweeters or the. Me neither. <laughs> well, I have a Facebook, but. And a fake Instagram as we've been over. Fastagrams, you know. Whatever. Rapid grams. Well, I think I thought this. He's written in questions. Cool. Brayden. <laughs> I'm very defensive. She's my Ann Perkins. Okay. Who's Ann Perkins? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not go down that rabbit hole, please. But I, don't know, I thought it looked good. I mean, I, I think it, I like Ryan Gosling, and I'm gonna pass. You know what I mean? What if we review it? Then he can't pass. This happens all the time. I, I like Ryan Gosling. Uh, I did like Claire Foy and Unsane, but I'm not too Brady, keen on seeing her. You have to call him Rygos. Rygos. Yes. Okay. Strange. Rygos. <laughs> no, you're saying it like it's a uh, Transformer or something. Rygos. <laughs> Rygos. <laughs> Rygos. Uh, we'll try it later. You know Rygos. he grew up with um, Justin Timberlake? Rygos. Same house. Rygos. Because he got a job on the Mickey Mouse house or whatever. Rigus. But he's Canadian and he needs a place to stay. And JT's mom's like, you can stay with us. And so they grew up together. Hmm. Well, all right. Righteous? Yep, there we go. <laughs> it could be good. I don't want to say it's not good simply because of the subject matter. I mean, there's so many films. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Space Cowboys and uh, Right Stuff. And, and that big Apollo one. I like the right stuff. Yeah. And I like the right stuff. Interstellar. I loved it. Uh, With yeah. Timothy Well, Interstellar, Interstellar <laughs> yeah. was 
totally did. That was like science That's the only fiction real... rather than science fact. I don't know. <laughs> Not sure about the moon landing, but I'm pretty sure Interstellar is a documentary. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, God. I'm kidding. Yeesh. Alright. I'm not stupid. Oh, yeah, I know that. The silence here. See, I'm the kind who talks when they're nervous. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Never would have guessed. I haven't said anything. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's making me nervous. Alright, well, we'll move on. What well, else? Dumbo. Well, yeah, we'll probably wait to talk about that next No week. need to call people names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just because you're nervous. Well, <laughs> lash out like that. I'm for Dumbo and Henry's not letting me talk about it. it no, because no, live no. the teaser was full of info. Are they doing another live action? It looks beautiful. I've never piece. seen the original Dumbo. Though. Is it a live action Dumbo? Yes. What? Why? I don't know what Dumbo's about. I went on the ride once and they mistook my stepbrother they for my husband an and elephant. my niece. No, it's CG, my friend. Oh, yeah, and it's so it? cute. No, it looks good though. I was hoping it's going to be animatronic. I was going to say, where'd they find it? Because that's what I would want from fly. Tim Burton. Yeah, but it's not. Well, yeah, Wait, Tim Burton's doing the new Dumbo? Yeah! yeah. Okay. With Colin Farrell and Danny DeVito. Oh. And it's going to be so good. Is Eva Danny Green DeVito. In it? Yeah, and Eva Green. Okay, good. She said, yes, it's going to be dope. Those three people, well, especially Colin, no offense. Well, I like DeVito, them. Colin Farrell and Eva Green, they're like the king and queen of like pleasant darkness. I don't know, that's weird, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't see Colin yeah. Farrell as the. King of Pleasant Darkness. <laughs> Is that just because he, he was in Fantastic Beasts? I mean, Eva Green, no. I can understand. I mean, she was in Penny Dreadful, and she did Miss Peregrine's thing, and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and uh, she did Second Sin City. I've, I've always liked Eva Green. I mean, oh, back when awesome. she was a Bond girl. Uh, yeah. Oh, she's she good. Oh, yeah, she's good as the Bond girl. Well, I, I, I loved her in that because she wasn't sort of the traditional Bond mm. girl. Casino Royale, I, I still think, is my favorite of all the Bond films. Like, all of the Bond films. Mm-hmm. Until this new one. I don't know. Spectre was pretty... I black. love Danny Boyle. Oh, is he doing the new one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might actually be good then. Because Spectre was a major letdown, particularly after Skyfall. Mm-hmm. But Casino Royale is still my fave Bond film. But she was so good in it. <laughs> so, Eva Green, I highly approve Eva Green. I do like Colin Farrell. highly approve. Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Danny DeVito can be good. He, I like him. He was the ringleader just, in my favorite movie, Big Fish. Tim Burton. Tim Burton's Big Fish. Not not a big not a big Tim Burton fan. Well, I am well the well established. <laughs> I am not a Tim Burton fan. That's well fair. established. Moderately liked Big Eyes. Kind of right. like Big Eyes. I haven't seen Big Fish. Oh, you should, man. That's You've never of, seen Big no. Fish. My eyes just fell on my head. That's that's what you should. It's like my yeah, favorite. You should check out. Modern whatever movie. Okay. Period. Since I was like, when it came out, when I was like seven. Well, I'll try to watch it then. Oh my god! Jeez, don't... You have you know? to. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Okay. Oh my god, the cast alone, and oh my god. <laughs> also by my favorite author who lives here. So not in this house, but you get the idea. <laughs> no, he lives here. Kettle-Hill. He lives here. <laughs> yeah. He's in Henry's basement. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um... Henry throws him, you know, food scraps from time to time. Yeah, and passion fills him the attic. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about any of that on the You're here oh, yeah, and raving, okay, coming from the attic at uh, night, from the basement yeah. during the day. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. What else? There's uh, that new one. Did you see the new Lenny Abram- Abrahamson? Yeah, it looks all right. Yeah. Looks good. Donal, bringing mm. everybody back together. Hmm. Uh, Frank oh, Reunion. Oh, oh, there's Halloween, the new Halloween trailer. Nobody cares. I was in for that. Nobody cares. I was in for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of trailers. I can't keep track. Is this how many reboots of Halloween are we having now? No, it's still I Jamie mean, Lee Curtis. This... Does it count as a reboot or a oh, she, reboot? Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's coming back to kill him. Is and that it? It's being done by David Gordon Green. Okay. Really? Weird. Yep, who did yeah, who did stronger and That's weird. So, it is I mean, the guy's a strange pick strange films to do, yeah. so you know. Hmm. What other trailers? Or is that it? That might be about it, but I said there are others, but I have big news, so. What's the news? So, <laughs> it's been three and a half weeks. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are now engaged. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that news, I was relieved. That's it's great. No, they're such a good, I, I ship it, as they say. I wish people could hear the look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Brayden, you're here for it. Yes, yes. But, um, this one, oh yeah, my parents were engaged after a week. So, three is like a millennia. I used to work with a woman in New York who, I think she got married after like a couple days or something. Was it wow. my mom? No. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was. I did work with your mother, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's what she Isn't she a wonderful lady? She is. Yes. Yeah, she's so nice. Very nice lady. Everybody when I was there. No, there was one person who I didn't like, but that's a different matter. <laughs> but everybody else there was super, super awesome. I wonder who the one person is now, because yeah. I, I definitely know that. I was like the Eloise. You're, you wouldn't you wouldn't have known her. Brayden, I was the Eloise of Southern Season. I knew everyone, except you, I guess. I might have known you. That would have been weird small. if y'all had known each other. Yeah, it would have been, right? Well, she was tiny. I'd be surprised. Were you at the you. first one or the second one? The first one. I remember last people. You know the guy. Who got, do you know the guy who got struck by lightning? <laughs> no. You mean Chris, the the maintenance fellow? <laughs> this is no. This is a riveting podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> Were there two people who got struck by lightning? Very far off. Were there two people who got struck by lightning? No. <laughs> it's just I vividly remember some story about him, which may not have had something to do with lightning. It's been a while since I worked. Uh. It's been almost 20 years since I worked there. So. Hmm. Yeah, I loved that. I like the original story. It was kind of dark and creepy yeah. in a nice way. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Like if Tim Burton had made it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Wait, cool. which department did you work in? Grocery. I was the guy that's restocked all the cheese straws. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but no, I'm serious. Oh. I was I was I was snack snack I was king of snack land. All right. I spent oh. most of my time in the candy department, as you might understand. Oh yeah. Okay. So you knew Joyce and yes. did, you know, did you know Will? Because Will worked at candy department. Which Will? Will Davies at the Chelsea. Same Will? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. My mom might know that. I don't know. Yeah. Joyce he, was like, yes, like did, my grandmother. He was the sample guy. Really? Yeah, he worked there after I worked there, so I didn't okay. meet him. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Sorry. Anyhow, okay. we have I really did grow up here, though. Rails. You know, single mother. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time there. Hmm. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, we can just move on to some <laughs> mail uh, with that done. So, uh, Wait, the, do I have other news? The Film Buds podcast no. at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. We have and, one more news. Right, Brayden will like uh, it. Let me, let me finish this. Also, uh, on, before we go too far, uh, also on Twitter at Film Buds, and we'd love to hear from you. What's, Chloe, what's up? Brayden, this is just for you. Okay. Okay. Leah Thompson has proposed Marvel does a new Howard the Duck. 
Enough said. <laughs> so. No? Pass. <laughs> Brandon has had great eye rolling today. I, I yeah. watched we the original. We haven't seen each other in like a month. Oh, that's fair. I watched the original Howard the Duck in the theaters way back in the 80s when it first came out. And it was so atrociously bad. So atrociously bad. Yeah. I just, I don't think there's anything ever that could redeem that. Like, ever. It just no. it could not be redeemed. Second one's on the way. We'll see. I know. They Dear remade God, Little please. Women. Did you see that trailer? No. They remade Little Women to be, like, modern day. It looks really bad. Leah Thompson's in that. So, just keep going. So, sorry, uh, sorry. So, we'd love to hear from you. Sorry, we're getting a little <laughs> off, off, off track here. Um, whatever questions, comments, we'd love to hear from you. Always, always a nice thing to see them in my... Uh, Email inbox, you know. But, so the one we have this week is uh, from Don. and Don? From Don. D-O-N or D-A-W-N? D-O-N. D-O-N. Don. <laughs> hi, Don. Yeah, hi, hi Don. We're, uh, no location. You could, Crap it. He could be in my uh, attic. Attic with Passion Phil. Up, yeah. there, up there with Passion <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, a little typo here. So he says, what's Phil Mutz? You always call people up for their typos. It's too bad. He said, what's Film Buds? Yeah, I think he meant to say, what's up? What's Film up, Film Buds? <laughs> yeah, you can infer that. Ugh. Sorry, my mother was an uh, English uh, teacher. Yeah, the same with me. It's awful. <laughs> I get I get emails at work, and they just leave keywords out. And I got an email yesterday from somebody asking about, uh, do you have your trailers on this, and do you have your posters up in the lobby, and all this kind of stuff. And he left out a few keywords. And I responded to the email, I'm not sure what the question is. All right. <laughs> but. You guys. Yeah. But uh, he says, seeing that we're about halfway into the year so far, I was curious as to what your favorite films of 2018 are so far. And are there any that you are still uh, really looking forward to? For me, my top five are Hereditary, Anni- Annihilation, Black Panther, Revenge, and You Were Never Really Here. Did Cooper write this in? No. <laughs> I really have fun with the show, Don. Thanks, Don. Yeah. So, um, I would say you were never really here is up there. Uh, Beast. Absolutely Beast. Uh, what library and I want to know. You'll find out soon. All right. I liked the film. Yeah. I thought it was very good all around. I mean, what, what more? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Never mind. <laughs> you guys did the review last week. I'm not here to do a review. Fine. Uh, I like the film five stars. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, for me, I mean, Isle of Dogs is definitely there. Isle of Dogs, yeah. You were never really here, Hereditary. Um, and then also there's a, a movie I've talked about when I went to Sundance called Never Going Back, which is a, a coming-of-age comedy about these two girls in Texas, which was awesome. It's kind of like a... What's it called? Never Going Back. Is that the one where they're going to Galveston and it's really trashy looking? They're like going to the beach, they're waitresses, yeah. and they're going to the. That looked horrible. It was fantastic. It was Ugh. like, I, I could not, like, I think it's done by A24, but it was awesome. Like, it was incredibly funny. Um, just it's very. Nasty. It's It's not at all, really. Um, it's very inspired. Um, I did like Annihilation a lot. I don't know if I put that up on the top. Yeah. Top, top, but I mean, it's, it's, it, it was good. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to think about that one. Yeah, um, Annihilation would be there, and then Revenge, which is the which Don mentioned, which is the French kind of exploitation re- revenge. Yeah, I wanted thriller. to see that. It's, it's on Amazon if you that. want to rent it. Oh, for is rent. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's pretty solid. Uh, and then like Tully would be there probably. 
Yeah. Chloe, what about you? I can't remember any movies that came out. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was something that I saw that I absolutely yeah. fell in love with, but I can't recall what the hell it That's was. That's how I feel too, but I can't think of a single one. So, LOL. I guess there weren't L-O-L. any good ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think Man, what was even this year? I think that's the problem. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... Well, we are half, halfway into the year, so... Well, you saw why you should talk about it next week, but... Ocean's um, 8? Yeah. Dope movie. I don't think that'd be, like, that up there, though. Yeah. First Reformed would be up there. Yeah. Honestly. I can't remember crap, though, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think... Maybe this... I'll go through our podcast list and yeah. try to well, see. Well, so far this year, it's been a little... Underwhelming. I think there's been some a good bit of solid films, but nothing really great. And so hopefully there will be a few things coming this year that will be uh, raise the bar a little bit. But yeah, so far 2018 hasn't some been... good TV, though. You know I'm more of a TV person yeah. overall. Killing Eve, great. Show. Probably oh, right. my favorite show of the year so far. Really? Yes, hmm. indeed. But yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, and Queer Eye. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, basically. Yeah. So. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I think it's about... And then I, I liked Unsane. Oh, I liked Final Portrait, Sam. Oh, yeah, right. Love Final Portrait. So that makes one of us. Yeah. Yeah, and I was I was a fan of Unsane. See, but... I'm already at last year. What the heck? Hmm. I guess I just didn't like that much from... Yeah. I mean, I liked... To... No, I, I'm of... not going to say Annihilation, honestly. Really? Really, really, really. Why? I liked it, but again, I don't know if I'd put that, you know, my fave picks yeah. of the year so far. <laughs> I mean, the big thing is we haven't got, gotten to Oscar season yet. That's still Yee. about three or four months out, so. Mm. I'm surprised. I don't know why First Reformed came out just now, like when it did. Mm. Well, Actually, I don't know, because I think it's such a, a small-scale film, and a, a lot of, I get, to be totally honest, a lot of Oscars is politics now. If you look at any of the, you're right, you're right. If you look at any that's of the trade mags, they're taking out like full page glossy ads to, to advertise for films that that's they want true. to push for the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's always for your consideration. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah in this film or, you know, director, uh, blah, 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 director, this film, you know. So it's 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 a lot of politicking, and I don't know that necessarily uh, Paul Schrader would want that, or necessarily the studio yeah. would throw a lot of their weight behind that film. True. I mean, you get a lot of a lot of I think absolutely Oscar worthy performances earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and a lot of Oscar worthy films, mm-hmm. but they're not going to get the the consideration <laughs> of the films that come out with the with the full studio support. Because I mean, you when a film comes out, you can you can look at it, you can watch it and say. Oh, that's, you know, Shape of Water came out. Oh, that's Oscar stuff. Yeah. That's Oscar fodder, right? Lion came out a few years ago. Oh, that's Oscar fodder. Lion was... Oh, I liked it more than you, right? Yeah. Lion? Yeah. Probably. I mean, the first third of, of the film or so I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. and then the last that's, half of it, it turns that's into true. like... That's how I feel, I will yeah. say, definitely better as a book. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I or feel, memoir. I feel like it would be. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we'll... we'll Man. Keep you posted. I mean, there's there's a few things come out in later part of the year that could be good, but still, so far, uh, not, not Peter this Rabbit. year. Brilliant. Brilliant movie. <laughs> um, Which they showed, that's the one they showed Hereditary in front of by mistake. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hereditary trailer. That's, yeah, that's right. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, well, Sorry for that really lame answer, Don. I just, I'm just... You can't answer for Don. <laughs> You're not Don. You don't know Don's. Really what's sorry. Going on in I literally mind. just can't. I'm not very good at thinking on my feet about uh, 
like physical things. If that you, makes sense. We have one. Oh, I think you named a few, but I mean, otherwise, I just don't think I named literally there. one. <laughs> Well, that been, we literally just saw. Well, there haven't been that many uh, great ones. I guess really. that's true. Yeah. I guess that's true. And I, I, no, I, there I, haven't really been any absolutely yeah. outstanding. I liked Ready now. Player One. Um, okay, yeah, I was thinking. I said oh, I could do Ready Player One. Still not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but Ready Player One. <laughs> Talk to you about the book, so yeah. I guess so. But all right, well, cool. Well, thanks for the email. Sorry, Don. No, no, Don. I'm, try again next week. Send it, send it. <laughs> oh, he's probably done at this point. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that answer is unsatisfactory. I will never listen to Cole Bunch again. <laughs> terrible, terrible people. <laughs> but <Yeah>. one star. <laughs> right, you're hating today. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can just do our picks of the week. I actually have a good bit to talk about this week or good, cool things to talk about. But mm-hmm. uh, should I go first or y'all want... Have something you want to mention? Let me go first so that the precedent is really low. Okay. Because <laughs> I haven't really watched anything. Me neither. Much. I watched the rest of Kimmy Schmidt, except guess what? It's only half a season. I was really mad about that. It's the final oh. season, right? I was really yeah, salty. it's the final season, so I guess they're they breaking it into two parts. What yeah. the? Oh, I was so See, mad. I've only watched the first four or five episodes. Yeah. So that was that was my pick as well. So I'll just say that. Yeah. 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 Kimmy Schmidt's a great show. It is. It's fun. Yeah. It's, so, it's a lot of fun. It's like everything you want. Like it's just like yeah, the world is not that bad. Like it's just such a good. And it's so well written. Tina Fey to me uh, is yeah, like queen. The writing yeah. is very good. It's so well written. It's like it's kind of similar to Thirty Rock, but to me more appealing. Maybe just because I don't know. It's but, so like goofy. The premise is yeah. so goofy and preposterous, but somehow so it's, good. it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my! And I love Ellie Kemper. So her yeah. book just came out. I got her book on that pre-order. I'm been checking my mailbox every day. Boy, what, what book? Ellie Kemper's book. Well, I mean, what is it though? Like a memoir, or is it? A, yeah, yeah, is it a memoir? Or is it just like a? Yeah, I oh, tried huh. to go to the Flyleaf, right. the local bookstore. I didn't this time because I really wanted it. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, I've also just been watching a lot of YouTube videos like that show Hot Ones. <laughs> the Johnny Depp Letterman interviews? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. You did that last week. I'm watching. Yeah. Because I just have only had like a few, you know, like half an hour to spare at my house, like throughout the day, whatever. So I've been watching, yeah, Hot Ones. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Oh, you should watch the Charlize Theron one. Anyway, <laughs> basically he like does interviews with celebrities, but they eat uh, oh, that's hotter the and hotter. Oh, die. Is no, it no, 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 it's, it's not him. funny or die ones. Yeah, never mind. I was confusing that because whenever I'm on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. it always recommends that, and then there's yes. always like a funny or die video right, right next to it yeah, for yeah. some reason. Yeah, my recommended, it's like bingo. You'll see one, at least one Queer Eye video, probably one Timothy Chalamet video. One, there's like a few things that there's always one in the recommended. Hmm. And I don't know how to feel about it, but like, okay, I get it. Anyway, but yeah, so Hot Ones is good. They like, it's interviews with celebrities. They're usually like 20 to 30. Yeah, they eat progressively hotter and hotter wings, Hmm. which obviously, well, obviously, sorry, that was rude, but I've never had them Uh for a variety of reasons. But they start on (laughs) sriracha, and they're like, oh yeah, start off like, if I smell sriracha, I'm done. Like, I have the lowest tolerance, I have the lowest tolerance in the world. Wow. It might also be I don't have a, I don't have a very high tolerance, but sriracha, I like sriracha and it really doesn't. Oh my god. Look, I literally started sweating thinking about it. I hate hot food. I hate hot food. Yes. Anyway. And I've been watching a lot of, I like love Conan. I've just been watching a lot of Conan repeats. (laughs) 
Nice. He's just like my secret. Conan's like my favorite. Yeah, no, I like Conan as well. I yeah. wish I could watch He's Conan. so smart and he's so nice and he's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's hilarious. And he does good things with his platform as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He seems so, to. So, YGG. Yeah. Jordan Schlansky. Sound it out. Have you seen the Jordan Schlansky ones? Don't think so, no. There's so much good Conan. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't doubt that, yeah. Well, I yeah, I have a few things I'll talk about. So, well, first off. Chloe, the big one uh, that you'll love. I rewatched uh, Lady Bird yesterday. Yes, Henry. Amazon Prime. It, yep, it's on. I was like, all right, I, I have an hour and a half to kill. And? Uh, I, I still really like it. I My mother, like, was through the roof about it. Yes. She, yeah. But I, I still really like it. I think it does just feel, its best aspect is it just feels very genuine with mm-hmm. everything, you know? Um, I really like Saoirse Ronan and Laurie Metcalf, and yes. they're great together. Yes. Um, and I do find it to be pretty consistently funny, which doesn't always happen with these coming of age films. But yeah, really quite good. I mean, not, you know, favorite movie of the year, but still very, right. <laughs> always, always been entertaining. Just hour and a half, you know, in and out. Yeah. I yeah. love an in and out movie, honestly. Yeah. Probably why I like TV so much. Yeah. But yeah, that one's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out if you haven't. Uh, and then the one I was telling, actually, I have two Neil Gaiman things to talk about here. So the first one I came across, How to Talk to Girls at Parties on Amazon, which is available to rent, uh, was just... Neil Gaiman wrote that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. I just, because normally I associate him with, with things like American Gods. Well, well, this is very, yeah. kind of, this is a little sci-fi. So oh, is it? Yeah. It, it's oh, not okay. Like, it's not a... <laughs> it's not a how-to. It's not a romantic comedy. Yeah. Although it kind of is, it actually. Kinda is. But yeah. Anyway, so this is about a group of young punks in England. Oh, right. Yeah. Now I, I kind of, I did see a trailer for that at one point. I'm sorry. I don't no, mean to. No, you're fine. The main character is a young punk named Henry who uh, likes uh, the Ramones and Sex Pistols and who also likes to wear skinny ties and Converse. So somehow I was able to relate. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Brain literally just shuddered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're very involved with the the kind of uh, British Revolution and the punk rock scene in the seventies. And come across one night, uh, my least favorite actress, a group of aliens at this house, and the one of the the main characters played by Elle Fanning, and the punk rock guy gets involved with this girl, and it's all about their worlds colliding. And it was, it's very, it's a very small scale movie, but it's very ambitious, probably ambitious to a fault, um, in terms of the designs and the costumes and some of the, just in inter- the, the style. But for the most part, at least for me, it worked actually quite well. And the, the love story between Elle Fanning and the, the main character is actually pretty good for a movie like this. So it was surprisingly a, a, a cool watch and a fun watch. A little long, even at, I think maybe an hour and 40 minutes. 42. 42, yeah. <laughs> but I could totally see why. I think it did get kind of divisive reviews when it came out. Uh-huh. But I, and I can totally see why some people would be completely kind of not into it. But for whatever reason, I was. But it also brings up some interesting ideas about the idea of punk music and that ideology. And it's, for the most part, again, it, it works quite well. Was so. it always with the guy? 
No. Like, is Elle Fanning just a device? No, it's both. Are you sure? It's both worlds, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Not, I know the world. No, no, okay. I mean, it's, it's both. All right. Both kind of characters. But when it's her, is she just ta- is she just having to do with him? No. No, it's her also breaking free from that world as well. So it's it's two storylines. All right. Then they kind of come together. So. All right. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that one's on Amazon. It might be in maybe a few select theaters uh, somewhere. And somewhere. Then, yeah, somewhere. Maybe, maybe I'll repeat in Nicole Kidman's second theater. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Nicole Kidman is in it as well, very briefly. But then I rewatched Ghost Town, which is also on Amazon Prime. <gasps> With Ricky? Yes. It's a bit of a family favorite. Uh, and it is, again, one of these, these comedies that's very generic in structure, but it... Oof, for, it's got heart. It's it's got yeah, very great heartfelt scenes, and also Ricky Gervais is hilarious in it. Always Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jonah Hill makes a little cameo. <laughs> yeah, and but it's yeah surprisingly good for a movie like this, just a, hey, a, a mainstream hey. comedy. But yeah, always a, a very fun kind of easy watch, and that one's on Amazon Prime Love as well. Ghost Town. So definitely give that one a look if you haven't. If you, if you need need a laugh. And then, because I was house-sitting the last couple of days, and so I was just kind of trying to find stuff on TV, and so I rewatched the Lego movie, which I still... That's fun. It's a fun yeah, movie. Yeah. I, I still like a lot. I think it's pretty consistently funny as well. Definitely, the third act really goes on way too long. Really? Like, yeah. It's, huh. Maybe it was Brain just... loves every second of it. I, I do. I, I like it a lot, too. I mean... I'm a Lego fanboy. Brain, you yeah. here for Deadpool. I just realized that. No, I wasn't. That's, That's heartbreaking. Right. Did you That's see it? I was trying to. Yeah, I did. did I've seen all it? the films. I've seen all the films that we're supposed to watch. That makes it worse, Brain. That makes me really upset. Well, I'm when sure you wake up and there upset. are issues. Well, one day I woke up and I actually did feel You're like, a terrible. responsible man. Yeah. That's what it is. But, yeah. You also get sick on occasion. It's one of those two things. Well, that, that happens, you know. Well, no, yeah. I did. There was once I did. I felt really awful. And then last week it was because there was... Something payroll issues, and then just it's like nonstop stuff I have to deal with at the theater. Yeah, driving me bonkers. You got a lot on your plate, man. You know, yeah. So anybody would be, you know, straining under the weight of it. I was gonna say we could do this at the theater. What they let? Yeah. Really? I'm down. I'll I'll tell you afterwards, (laughs) but um, but yeah, I think that's about it. I, I we can have an audience. Like, wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, God. I don't know if that would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But, Brent and Brayden, just uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt for you? Yeah, that's uh, that was oh. a lot of fun. I've been watching uh, The Toys That Made Us, which is oh, a little yeah, documentary yeah. series. It's, it's just like a silly little frivolous documentary series on mm-hmm. uh, on Netflix, which is funny because Kimmy Schmidt had that one episode, which was like a faux yeah, documentary, a yeah. faux Netflix documentary. Which was so funny. So meta. I, I thought it was it. brilliant. Yeah, it was really funny. It was really well written, too. Um, yeah, I was at first, I was like, ugh, I roll. Like, I was not happy about that episode. Yeah. It was still really, really good, yeah. Mary was a little puzzled by it. But <laughs> I, I thought it wasn't sort of like laugh out loud, but no. that was sort of the tongue-in-cheek aspect of mm-hmm. the fact that, that they presented this as a yeah. supposedly legit Nerd documentary. or something. What they call it? I don't know. No, it was, it was actually on Netflix. They said no, Netflix. Say it was a ne- yeah, it was a Netflix documentary. You could go back and watch it again. No, it wasn't. It said, like, Screenflix. It did. Mark, it mark my words. It said Screenflix. <laughs> but, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, but Burn, why, so why'd you like Beast? Yeah. I don't know. The cinematography was really good. Um, I thought the, the, the characters, the, 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 
the characters were really well done. Mm-hmm. And they they weren't just sort of one-dimensional, like, You oh. think he was one-dimensional? I don't think so. Pascal, the the, yeah. the terrible boyfriend? <laughs> Pascal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where, where'd that come from? <laughs> no, I think he actually did have some... I guess he did love her. Some emotion, some feeling, some something for her. Yeah, yeah. But something was so fundamentally broken or flawed right. in him, and she was sort of the same way. But whereas he gave into his darkness, she 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 felt some remorse and was trying to do something about it, which is why the film culminated the way that it did. Right. And man, was that that was an intense scene. And then the scene where the two of them are at the, mm-hmm. the restaurant by the seashore, yeah. the seashore yeah. at the end of the film, that was an intense scene. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's so, so gripping. And the whole time you're just kind of going, oh man, oh, this is so uncomfortable, but it's not like. <laughs> like a massage. Yeah. <laughs> I've only ever had massages in airports, so I don't really know. That would be super uncomfortable. It's very strange, but yeah. it happens a lot. Not like in the middle of an airport, like in the upstairs places. Oh. Like the Admiral's Club. In the upstairs places. In the upstairs places. Well, you know, like American, the Admiral's Club. You mean like in the oh. attic with like Passion the, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. The American Express lounges have, ah. uh, have massage places. Oh, really? It's really weird, yeah. I don't spend a lot of time in airports. No. And I particularly don't spend a lot of time getting massages in airports. <laughs> yeah. So this my is not something. My mom made me. Brandy, you gotta get into it, man. My mom made me. I've never had a massage before. You see. Exactly. Next week we'll be coming to you live from RDU. Yeah. Where we'll all be getting massages. <laughs> they will give them an RDU. What? <laughs> of course. We'll this have, is, we'll have to this go is a problem that needs to be rectified. We need to go and we need to talk to RDU. Of course, of course our airport is not the one that does it. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad. Too bad. Well, cool. I did see uh, Henry Winkler in our airport, though. Really? So interesting. That was fun. Hmm. Well, no, people. but but the writing I thought was spectacular. The cinematography was great. The sound was great. Excuse me. Again, it was just one of those films that all around was so remarkable, and it makes you uncomfortable. And it excuse me deals with some very dark subject matter without pounding it in your face, without hitting you over the head with it, without. Mm-hmm. Trying no to get into this sort of this grim, sort of macabre, kind of thing. yeah, sort of self-indulgent right. macabre, going for easy shocks. Now, did you see the Beauty and the Beast thing? Yeah. Okay. Jay check him. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. It's, the it's more not. I think it's about not. It. It's not like an. It, well, it's not like an intentional. I think it is intentional. I think it's really sewn in the. In the seams there. Really? I do. Huh. And even just now when we were talking about his name, how his name's all like grandiose or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's well, I mean, that, yeah. The bit where he talks about, you know, he was from a long line mm-hmm. of sort of royalty who had owned the island mm-hmm. and all this kind of thing. So I do so, kind of like, it was kind of uh, making up for the... Not a fairy tale. Or morals not a fairy of tale uh, the Disney thing. Yeah. Where he's actually perfect. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. even though he kidnaps people and stuff. This is more like a like traditional grim fairy tale, right? But with a better ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As it were. So. Well, if you've read. I take it you've read the original grim fairy tales. Right? I have. Not yes. The, yeah. Many not of the them. Down. My least favorite is Pinocchio. In case you were wondering, Del Toro's been trying to get a Pinocchio movie. Was made. that a grim? Uh, was that a grim fairy tale? Though? Was it not? I don't think it was. It's really Pinocchio. creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. That's but I don't think very it was. strange. Was it not? No, I don't. There's, there's some we other. Had a, you'll be shocked. We had 
a, and I know it was the real ones. Mm. We had the entire thing. And I think they were supposed to be for looks. I don't think my teacher ever, like, read them or something because they were in my fourth grade class. Like, I read them all in fourth grade. And they're really dark. Like, Red Riding Hood is also probably my least favorite. Oh, yeah. Cinderella. Yeah. They're all really creepy. Yeah. Not a, no, not a fan. No. Well, that, that, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, now, like, Brothers Grimm, the Terry Red Miller Riding movie. Hood, which classic. is classic. Classic. Red Matt Riding Damon. Hood. Is, Matt Damon, Heath Ledger. Oof. Pretty. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, that was Terry And, Kelly, uh, and uh, what's her name? Lena Hetty. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love her, yeah. But, alright, well, cool. What? Have you seen Lovesick, Braden? The Adventures of Pinocchio by Italian writer yep. Carlo Collodi. Oh, well, he's creepier than the Grimm brothers. Is he? To me. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not familiar with Carlo Collodi. I might have... My brain might have exaggerated it. I also saw uh, Pinocchio in theaters, I believe. The remake? Yeah. With uh, Julio Louis-Dreyfus as oh, the yeah. blueberry. <laughs> What? Yeah. Yeah. And that scarred me, so. Yeah. Well, all right. I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. Uh, any Anything else y'all want to mention? Mm, no. I can't think of anything. I've been watching Chef's Mind, too, the fifth season with Pluto Effect. Chef's what? Chef's How many Chef's are Mind. there? There's a ton. Chef's Table? Chef's no, Mind, Chef's, Chef's, Chef's Mind. Table. It was a PBS Yo, series. Oh, oh. It was a PBS series, and it had, it covered... A lot of really good shows. They did uh, David Chang, I think, and they mm. had Sean Brock, and they did uh, Gabrielle I don't know Hamilton. who any of these people are. They're chefs. You I know microwave them. food my mom makes me and freezes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or just I eat broccoli straight. Well, I, I live vicariously through these shows that. because I can't be spending a lot of money to go up and eat at these places. Yeah. Maybe you should make your own, Brayden. Well... They do I have feel like you'd be a very shows, good... But... Yeah, I can really see that for you. Yeah. Well, I really can, the culinary arts. Wearing the little white hat. <laughs> well, I didn't mean that, necessarily. It's a big white hat. I'm not, I don't think I'd wear a chef's toque. <laughs> <laughs> It'd yeah. take a while to get to that point anyways. Yeah. So these guys put didn't in a lot of time. you get an oven mitts for Christmas? No, I got that for Will. Oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> The little BB-8 oven. I got, I got, I got, I got, uh, oh, you got Brayden the book. The Blade Runner. Yeah, the Blade Runner. Well, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Everybody got gifts, so it's, it's fine. We're a bit all over the place today, uh, just a little bit, so sorry about that for getting off, off track at times, but hopefully... As opposed to last week, or any week where they're not here. That's fair. Yeesh. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah, when, Brayden, you're not here, we just, like... Just drone on. <laughs> there are no rails. It's not droning. I talk really fast. It's like being in the ocean okay. and tossed by the storms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For better or worse. But I'm um, sorry. Right, so next week, so now Chloe saw Ocean's 8. She said she really liked it. It's mm-hmm. great. We can do that and or we can do The Incredibles too. doesn't matter to me. I'll see. I want to see The Incredibles too. Yeah. Oh, for crap I, sake. I'm getting outvoted on this. Uh, no, okay, well, I'll see, uh, I'll see Ocean's 8 too. As you should. I'll try to watch it. I'm just not big on reboot things. It's great. This isn't Soderbergh, so. It's yeah. so good. It's Gary Ross. It's Gary Ross. It's great. But it's so good. Is no? he? He did uh, Sea Biscuit and the first Hunger Games. Okay, so it's. It's okay, really I was thinking, good. The plot I, I, is. I, I've heard it's good. Mm. So I've heard it's good. I was thinking of F. Gary Gray. Who did, uh, 
No, no. <laughs> he did uh, the Italian job? Yeah. Yeah. Not him. Taken in a different direction. Yeah. But, no, I mean, so, Chloe, I guess, well, why don't we do... We'll see what happens. Why don't we do, we'll say we'll do Incredibles 2 as the, the first review, and yeah. then, Chloe, I'll see Ocean's 8 as well. Okay, I'll thanks. try to watch it. And then we'll do that as a, a secondary. And so... I've heard mixed things. As like I, I've heard that the cast is horribly underused and that the writing is in inconsistent what? for Ocean's 8. No way. No way. It's just what I've read from well, the Well, they're going to be underused because all, they're all, you know, main characters. They're all, uh, yeah. They're all leading ladies. Yeah. But. Oh, well. Uh, but on. yeah, yeah. so just uh, stay tuned on Twitter and Facebook and we'll, we'll keep you updated on that. But yeah, I think those two movies for next you week. You have to definitely. say rate us on iTunes. Yep. Feel free to rate us on iTunes if you'd like. We'd really, really appreciate it. Always helps us out. And I know you can follow me on Letterboxd if you want. But I'll follow <laughs> what, all the things I watch, the, the two or three things I watch. I wonder I watch if Patrick Bill has a Letterboxd. He doesn't, but Char- Charlie and Cooper both have one. So, Alright. Yeah. Passion Phil should get one. He can log his, like, Bible document docs. And, He's like a historian. That's yeah. like his thing. Yeah, I know. It'd actually be interesting. He'd probably write, like, a whole essay. The young historian there, so. should be his name. His thing. Yeah. I think he should stick with Passion yeah. Passion Phil's a little more, yeah. Passion Phil could be a little divisive, though. Yeah. I couldn't decide if I was going to say divisive or divisive, so I went in the middle, but... You nailed it. Divisive. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Guys, thanks as always for, for making it over here. I know everybody's schedules are always changing, so I appreciate everything you do. And Cooper, too. Well... Especially since he's leaving, so might as well get him on as much as we can. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I hope you all have a good one. Hope everybody listening out there is doing well. So. Yeah. Stay cool. All right. Talk. What? <laughs> it's hot. It's summer. It's hot out there. Stay cool. It's summertime. Yikes. Bye-bye. <laughs>